Welcome to another episode of Cowboys Takeover. We got a special one for you today of our rivalry roundup segment. Before we get to that, this episode is brought to you by Ojai Pixie Tangerines. Ojai Pixie Tangerines, they are seedless, sweet, easy to peel, and grown in California. Farm to table by small local farmers like Monte Vista Ranch, Ojai, in season now through June. So hurry in to your local specialty grocer like a Trader Joe's and grab enough to share. All right. Let me bring in my co-host, Mr. Wise Counsel. I, you know him as Jason Kent. Jason, how are you doing today? Uh, it's a beautiful day. You know, another one of those work from home days. Get the windows open. Get that breeze going. It's a beautiful get, day today. Get the pollen in. You got to watch out. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's so, <laughs> so bad. Don't get me started on that. That could be a whole episode. Just the, <laughs> just the allergies, my man. <laughs> now, just like I mentioned, we have a special episode today. And we have our first guest coming in to Cowboys Takeover, trying to take some space in this, you know, Northeast New Jersey market, uh, Northeast division, uh, where I'm bringing in Dr. Jairo Borja. Dr. B, he goes by Dr. B. How are you feeling today, Dr. B? Fantastic. Happy almost Friday. And uh, I'm excited to be here. So thanks so much for having me on your show. No doubt. Dr. B, we're so excited to have you. And today you are representing the G-Men. All right. The G-Men of the Northeast, New York Giants. Uh, so we're excited to get into this this conversation and how you felt about last year and what's going on in the offseason. And as a local fan, you know what you're expecting of the G-Men and uh, bringing kind of some of that that flavor to the, the our channel here. So I appreciate you coming in. But before we do that, we want to get to know you a little bit better. Sure. You are a big wrestlemania wwe uh you're big wwe fan longtime fan you've been this over over 20 wrestle 19 19. almost 20 next year be 20 oh my god oh special in philly are we doubling up the last few years we can double count those for you though we can get you over 20 there they got two shows per uh per night (laughs) so you were just at sofi stadium jason and i are big wwe fans so hey being there in person what was looking back what was your favorite match my favorite match out of the whole weekend was believe it or not uh Rhea against charlotte amazing those two women put on an amazing display very physical match and i was happy to see charlotte put Rhea over and uh you know charlotte always takes her little breaks and <laughs> happy to see Rhea do her thing right and i happily i'm biased also because i met Rhea the next day and she was banged up you could tell by her scars on her neck and all that but she's a Nice, nice girl. She deserves everything she's getting right now. You'd be surprised with all that goth. Actually, looks pretty decent <laughs> as well. <laughs> that was my favorite match of the entire weekend. So, right far. Wow. Well, I, I, you know, I'm not surprised. That it was a great match. Uh, Jason and I watched Saturday night together, and then we were watching Sunday. We thought we both kind of we were texting each other on Sunday. We thought it was Cody Rhodes's turn, right? To yeah. to to run and become the face and go on on his little run unfortunately that that didn't come to pass i mean really quick for me my favorite match the seeing Sami Zayn and yeah, kevin owens that was a good match too yeah you know come away with the titles for me that that takes it home what about you jason man 
watching Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens get beat up the whole match and win that <laughs> match was very disappointing to me. <laughs> I was really hoping at that point, like they can't win, but they did. They did. Um, to me, I think watching, I, I like this Gunther kid, Gunther, Sheamus, and Drew McIntyre. Gunther, Gunther, yeah, Gunther, Gunther, dude, just watching them. <laughs> he's I was good. sitting there, I was texting with another really buddy, and I'm watching them slap each other in the chest, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, dude, I, I'm not thin. I'm pretty hefty nowadays, but they would have broke my chest. All three of them <laughs> with those. That was like old school. Just it was just brutal. But that was that was a cool match. I did like that. Yeah, that was, that was my favorite match. by far. I was what really I like upset. Him. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, what I like about Gunther is that he put in the work, right? Physically, if you remember, he was a little bit heavier, and he's 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 you know lost a lot of weight and went been you know physically helped working and. He's he's a throwback, throwback to an old school wrestler, right? That's oh, like definitely, that. yeah. One of those just big boys. That's because that's what that to me that match reminded me of that, like that '90s feel. It's all your big guys. It's none of this little stuff flying around. It's just three big dudes going at it, throwing haymakers at each other. Yeah, absolutely. I was my most upsetting moment though, man. I'm a big Shane McMahon guy. Oh yeah. When I watched him, had to go down that. That broke my heart. That <laughs> broke my heart. I was so I was so excited, and then he did the jump, and I'm just yeah. like. Yeah, it's not good. That one broke the heart. I'm a big yeah. Shane O'Mac guy. Props to Snoop Dogg. He improvised that whole thing and was a pro. That was impressive. <laughs> Through the people's elbow. But regarding Cody, I think I know why they did that. A couple of reasons. One, he, they wanted Roman to at least reach the, the thousand day mark as champ, which is coming up. Actually, I think the night of champions, I think will be hit ahead a thousand days approx. That's one. And two, I think they want to kind of like his dad. Remember how Dusty back in the day, he didn't win the title from Rick, you know, right away in NWA. He had to go through like the Horseman and and all, all these things, and eventually, like you know, came out on top. So I think he's gonna go through a little adversity because Cody, if you think about it. He tore his pec. All right, yeah, that's obviously that's that's a lot of respect, but really had no adversity. He won the rumble and and that's it, right? So yeah. I definitely think they're gonna get you know do some adversity. He's gonna beat Brock, I assume, and then he'll or he'll uh, have his shot again at SummerSlam. So that's that's my prediction. So he'll, he'll have his time. I hope so. I thought it was more they kind of my buddy told me this and it made sense. They pinch and hold themselves. Yeah. Everybody really assumed it was going to be Cody at that point once he yeah. won uh, the rumble. That rumble, kind yeah. of maybe they switch it last minute, but. I think both both of them are plausible. Yeah, yeah. They got you though. They got the, they got everybody. I was I was yeah. shocked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They definitely did. So uh, moving on to backlash because it should be good in Puerto Rico. Actually, the next couple of shows is a uh, international. you got PR, then you got Saudi Arabia, and then you have London for um, Money in the Bank. So it should be real interesting how uh, the next three shows are international. So shout out to Nick Khan and trying to expand the product <laughs> <laughs> international. <laughs> absolutely absolutely so good stuff on wwe definitely more uh to get through with uh you know two big nights uh yeah. millions if not over a billion views yeah. uh social media hits big big night and growing give me the valuation i'll leave it with this and then i'll let jason uh bring in the first question wwe portion right sold to the company that also runs ufc their valuation of over nine billion dollars if i remember correctly which is more than the dallas cowboys man <laughs> just to put it in perspective you got to always benchmark against against the, the, the number one brand <laughs> all right jason what do we got for dr b to start so dr b bringing you in your giants fan seems um so what were your thoughts last year because I think that you know, two years before they they were definitely down. What were your really thoughts on last year on the Giants team? Kind of, 
did the Giants fans see this coming, or is this something that really kind of came out of left field with their with their record and how well they played last year? Interesting. Coming off the year before, of course, they haven't made the playoffs in, in a while. And this was supposed to be sort of like the rebuild year, the first year on the table, Brian Dable. And, uh, and yeah, it caught everyone by surprise, right? As I was telling you in the green room prior to us uh, coming on live to record, yeah, they, they caught everyone by surprise, right? And it goes to show you how good coaching and a healthy Saquon and a, and a coach Daniel Jones could go a long way, right? So they definitely... Uh, far exceeded the expectations and i was and once i knew that they ran neck and neck with minnesota a couple of weeks ago and a couple of weeks prior to them beating them in the in the playoff game i was like this team's for real and they were able to beat minnesota and minnesota and and of course they came up short uh against philadelphia but yeah nine seven and one very proud of the giants and uh and looking forward to what happens in 23 especially with the upcoming draft uh next week looking forward to that so with that how do we feel because i was i don't I wasn't sure everybody really thought that Daniel Jones was going to get extended. I know I didn't. I really thought they were going to let him walk and kind of go a different direction. Um, do you think that is because with the way they gave him the contract, do you think that's their confidence in him or they gave him something a little bit shorter, maybe a little bit more, more money than he deserved to kind of, okay, let's see what he can do in another year under Dable and a healthy Saquon. Right. I think, you know, I, uh, you know, you guys have been fans of the Cowboys or big fans of the NFL in general. I think this is what I, my assumption, in my opinion, I think that it's very challenging to, to have a franchise quarterback. Look at, you know, not to disrespect the jets, right? They've been, they've been searching for the, <laughs> for the quarterback seems like forever. Right. So I think it's very challenging to get that franchise quarterback. So I think they saw the potential of Daniel Jones and they want to lock in a franchise quarterback sooner rather than later. Right. He knows the system, Right. Um, he knows the playbook a little bit. So if you was to go back to the drawing board then you would have to like take two steps back and person has to learn everything again. And, and then you have to you know, be patient. And I think the Giants are sort of I don't want to say win now, but somewhat in a short window. Right. You have Daniel Jones and then you have Saquon if they can if he comes back. Uh, and as you guys know, the, the running back show flight is not long. Right. So it's a very short window to win. Right. So I definitely think um, I think that's what that's what happened to Giants and with the GM. I definitely think he wanted to, to lock lock in his QB and then and then build around Daniel Jones as you can see they signed Paris Campbell re-signed Darius Slayton um they brought back Hodgins right and I'm pretty sure in the draft they'll probably address the the wide receiver issue as well so that's that's my opinion of why I think they they re-signed Daniel Jones because it's just hard it's so hard to to get a franchise quarterback I've seen teams scramble look at the Saints right ever since Drew Brees retired right they, they've been scrambling for their guy yes they mm -hmm. have Winston but but yeah but I think this they're you know all these teams scramble yeah, but I don't it, think he. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Off the cuff here, Doctor B. Uh, what was your what were your emotions like when it was time to let go of Eli Manning? Right, he his last year he was on the sideline. Yeah, you know we experienced that with Romo. How did it feel? I felt uh, I was happy for him to see him go. I felt that he should have stepped down a year or two earlier. I think he like you know he stayed a little too long, but it's fine. It is Eli Manning and. He gets a pass with a lot of fans because of the two Super Bowls, but I definitely think he could have stepped down a year or two earlier. But hey, but I was happy to see him step step down, step aside, and for the next generation of uh, of, of the QB, you know, being Daniel Jones. So, yeah, happy for what he did, especially in the Super Bowl forty two and forty six for that matter, beating the Patriots in both Super Bowls. So, you know, very happy for Eli and his Manning cast and his post career, <laughs> and, you know, being a sponsor or or him sponsoring or them sponsoring a Citizens Bank or whatever, wherever whoever is sponsoring him now. So. Shout out to them. <laughs> is he a Hall of Famer in your head? 
I think he is. I think he is. I think Based so too. Yeah, it's I, I agree. He has good numbers, and I think that yeah, yeah, and then the plus the two Super Bowls. So yeah. Some people say no. <laughs> I, I've heard that. I, yeah. I always, I was on the fence with him. The numbers, and to me, the two Super Bowls is tough. Yeah. And when you look at the two Super Bowls, you got to see. You know, you did beat. Tom Brady, Brady twice, so mm-hmm. I don't, you know, I don't care what everything else says. That bumps you up a little bit, my And book. one of the and one of the seasons that were undefeated, eighteen zero up until yeah. that point. So you can't argue that. So <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. I mean, eighteen and zero, fourth quarter drives. Yeah. David Tyree, Tyree, the catch, the helmet catch, right? the helmet catch, which that led to the Plexico Burris. Yeah. Right, slant play, and he and he caught it in the corner, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, like Strahan said it, seventeen fourteen, because they were behind the whole game. Seventeen fourteen, that's every final score. Stay positive, stay positive, and they did it. <laughs> I so that was the I that was my first Super Bowl moving to the East Coast. I want I me and my wife and the, another couple went up to New York Times Square in a bar uh, to watch the game, and it was crazy. Yeah. Panamone people on tables and yeah. you know we we said let's get the heck out of here but <laughs> but uh you know wanted to be part in the city um i don't as the saying goes the enemy of your enemy is your friend <laughs> my enemy here is philip eagles and you're you're their enemy as well so yeah well welcome Welcome. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but uh, so you mentioned, let's get on to some some your uh, some of your thoughts on free agent moves so far. I know yeah. you mentioned a couple. Yeah. Uh, I talked about Okariki in our last and right. um, our last uh, rivalry roundup episode. You know, quick. You know, what are your thoughts on him and anyone else you had in mind? Yeah, I think it's a great. Uh, he's a great pickup. Um, uh, the inside linebacker Jared Davis, linebacker, great, great pickup. Cager coming back as a tight end. We need, we need a, we need the blocker. We need the physicality. And I'm okay with Galladay really being released. He wasn't doing anything on the team. <laughs> you could tell that Dable didn't, they didn't have any confidence in him. So I think we overpaid for that. So I do think you know Paris Campbell's good. Comes from Indy. Yeah, you know, he did very well under whoever was the under center. Um, I definitely think we are, we are missing that that. That that star QB, I, uh, I mean star um, wide receiver, right? So I know mm-hmm. OBJ was rumored to kind of come back. He wound up signing with Baltimore, um, but he got paid too, OBJ. But uh, yeah, I definitely think we're missing that one star. And I, I think I think uh, what's his name Robertson or what, Robertson was doing pretty good then until he got hurt. I'm not I'm not sure if he's coming back, but we definitely missing that star, that number one, that wide receiver number one. So yeah, you know Sterling Shepard, you know yeah. can't can't seem to stay healthy. healthy. Well. Yeah, nice on guy. the field. Yeah, that yeah. that's that's a big problem. Yeah, you guys really haven't filled that gap. And you know, with Galladay coming on board, it's really hard when you you know pay a guy where his home team doesn't end up winning him over and winning to keep him. Yeah, right. It makes me think of Roy Williams when Cowboys right. brought in Roy Williams that that just didn't work, but. When we bring in, when you bring someone in before their payday, like our Amari Cooper trade, yeah, you know that worked out really well. So maybe, maybe there's a, a method in there uh, that that works. That uh, you know the front offices, you know, GMs are not, you know, they got to be thinking of guys like us that really have the the real knowledge of, of what's going on. But um, let's go to let's go to Saquon. Sure. Uh, before Jason asks you about the draft and any other any of those acquisitions, so Saquon, 
you guys tag him. He finally has a healthy year. What yeah. a big surprise, yeah. right? It, but, contract year. In that contract year, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right? Isn't that a, how it always works out? And he, so he stays healthy. Really a big reason why you guys get in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, so what are your thoughts on, you know, that, where the situation is? He's They tagged him. He's been vocal about right not signing that tag. How do you think this works out? And what would you prefer? How would you prefer this workout? Yeah, I would want want him to stay. He's he's definitely, like you said, a vital reason why we were nine, seven, and one. I think he winds up suiting up by, you know, by training camp or, or at least hopefully by knock on wood by week one, right? So we need we need that we need our running back. We do need it. Does he get paid? I don't I don't think running backs are to me as considered like 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 QBs are right. At least the GM's eyes, right? So definitely think. I think the GMs now know that you could draft a, a running back three, four, you know, in a third round, fourth round, fifth round, and still do decent. They kind of do like a by committee, right? So I definitely mm-hmm. think that's the GM's mindset, uh, which is why I think they paid DJ Daniel Jones, but not necessarily Saquon. But I do think he he'll get paid something, whether it's short term, as, as Jason was mentioning earlier. He'll get he'll get he'll get his money. I don't think he'll get, uh, you know. The money that Daniel Jones will get, but he'll get he'll he'll get paid. He'll get paid. I definitely definitely think he'll come back as a giant. We need him. We need all the help we can get. So that's my opinion. So I I they need to pay him. Yeah. That team, Daniel Jones is <laughs> his while his numbers aren't great, sure. Um, he's very efficient this year. And I think you look at some of the other things, his passing yards per attempt, um, and the just the efficiency. I think he was top four in efficiency for um, you know, passer passer completion percentage so i do think i think saquon's a super huge part of that so i do think they need to sign him um but then going along with with how well the giants did last year super unexpected they have a pick in the in the late 20s um what what are the giants have you heard anything or anything you've been reading what are they really looking at this year in terms of draft with it coming up in a week yeah, I was reading Mel Kuyper's uh, thing right before I jumped on here, his article a little bit, like the mock draft of the of the first round. And he was saying to try we should pick up uh, Deontay Banks, 25th pick, cornerback out of Maryland. I think one thing about the Giants, right, is uh, we're, we're known for our defense, right? So if you know even the one, the Super Bowls that we did win, we had the, the linebackers, like the whole, like the OCs, and the, and we had the Michael Strahan's of the world and Justin Tucks, right? And, and we're always well known for our defense, right? So... Um, so I definitely think we need we need to to step up, have like a Revis Island type of guy, and he's six feet, one hundred ninety seven pounds, and he's and he's pretty quick. Um, I think we brought back Collins, I believe, right? He had got cut by the Commanders, right? It was twenty one to command. It was Collins, right? Is that the, is that what I'm talking? Yeah, Landon Collins. Landon Collins, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah got cut, came back. Um, he was good towards the end of the season, but we definitely need that that solid lockdown. Legion of Doom, Richard Sherman type <laughs> type deal, uh, you know, uh, corner, uh, so that people could fear them and and kind of you know be basically make the teams one dimensional. Oh man, I can't pass over there. I'd have to you know go to number two or or damn, we have to check down, right? So yeah, that's and that's what you want to put in strike fear in in, your, in the in the coaches and the, in the defenses. So how, how did Thibodeau do that? Because I I read I see him a lot now. Like he's clapping back at a lot of people on Twitter. He's yeah. <laughs> he's super titter, Twitter tw- tough right now. Yeah. Um, I saw him, he had four sacks last year. I know there's kind of a little bit of questions of him coming out. Like I know, do the Giants feel like he's somebody that can take that next step? And you're mentioning you know these lockdown players, like maybe be a stray hand even type of player. Um, 
Have, have, have they been talking about that? Yeah, I definitely think I, I like Thibodeau. I, I love what he did, especially late in the season. Um, I think I think they could build around that. I think um, I think the Giants have always been like an old school defensive first, run first uh, type deal. Like the like, what do you call it? Like um, know, ground and pound. Yeah, yeah, ground and pound type deal. So I definitely think they could build around that. And I, I think he did good towards the end of the season. I, I definitely I could see him them continue to build around him and him being like the QB of the of the defense, right? If that makes sense. So. Um, yeah, it was going to come down to the draft, right? <laughs> and then, of course, uh, this, uh, I guess, free agent uh, see starts soon, right? Or, or I heard it restarted, but free, the whole... Free agency, are, yeah, pretty much. It restarted, but I think the whole dilemma, I think, on the Jets' side, you know, is where yeah, they trade garage. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. Like, it, yeah. I think that trade's been done, like, 15 times already. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he's still he's still, uh, he's still a Packer, so... <laughs> exactly. Do you, yeah. do you think they can take the next step this season like or do you do you think maybe last year they caught some people off guard you know winning week one against tennessee where like we look at it now tennessee people see didn't make playoffs maybe not that good but people forget they were seven and three i think the year before they were the number one seed coming in this season with a lot of projections and they have king henry of course yeah they come in week one and the giants really surprise a lot of people right off the bat um so do they believe do you like the fans or the kind of, do they believe they, they are prepared for that next step and Daniel, Daniel Jones can maybe take that next step as a quarterback to lead them instead of being like a, a you know, handoff and just do what he needs to do. Do they feel they can actually contend with the Eagles and the giants or are they still probably two or three pieces away uh, from that? I think they're two, three pieces away. And I think it starts in the draft. Um, because Daniel Jones, obviously, when they not gotten paid four years, 160 million, right? So I think they have a lot of faith in him, and I definitely think a second year uh, in this system, I think they have a lot of faith that you know he has the physical uh, strength and the mental strength to kind of pull it off. I think it's going to come down to the draft and uh, continuing to build around him, right? So having the right uh, talent around him, because you could tell that towards the end of the season when they when they play the Eagles, they were outmatched uh, in talent. That's why they lost, uh, all right. And of course, the defense. Uh, Philly defense was just amazing. Uh, so I definitely think if you build around uh, Danny Dimes, as, a, as his nickname is, I definitely <laughs> think, uh, I think that, yeah, you get you get a nice uh, receiver. Definitely think uh, we have the, forget the guy's name, number 82. I think Bellinger, I think he had a little eye injury in the middle of the season. You build, you know, he has a decent tight end. We'll get a nice tight end. We'll build around the uh, wide receiver position. And of course, uh, Saquon, of course, that's the X factor. You get him uh, re-signed, and, and you can build around that. You know, and worst case, like you said, great efficiency. Part of the reason why he had that, that efficiency rating so high, could always check down, right? Mr. Reliable, right? Screen, 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 and he kept going and going. And so that's my opinion about that, for sure. Yeah. Let's not forget, you guys got Darren Waller. That that's was right. kind of a... That's right. That's, a, that's on the rating. About, yeah, that's huge. I thought they traded for them. I was going to mention it earlier, but I wasn't 100% that's one sure. guy I didn't even write down, right? So yeah, they have Darren <laughs> Waller, who's... Now, now you have Bellinger and you have Waller. Waller's like another receiver, like a big mm-hmm. receiver. I could see him being that security blanket, definitely a big red zone threat. Uh, or, you know, you could do like a play action to Saquon, and then you could just dump it right to, to uh, Waller. So he comes from Oakland on Dash, sorry. Vegas. Yep. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but uh yeah, I think he's a great player. Uh I think he just had some health issues the last couple of years, but I yeah. guess I think when healthy, he's he's up there with um George Kittle and and those guys actually and Travis Kelsey. He right. definitely is when healthy and man, they do have some weapons. If they can stay healthy, yeah. Any mm-hmm. dimes he he can move. If you can get like a Baltimore kind of thing going, 
yeah. with your running back, dump it to your tight end, and just hope the receivers make enough plays. Yeah. I, 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 I agree. I do agree with you. I do think they're a few pieces away. Just, you know, I, I try to be as honest. I don't like to just because they're, <laughs> you know, I'll bash on the Eagles. I'll say the Eagles are trash, but sure. you know, I stay, but they, they look good last year. It's really, they surprised a lot of people. Daniel Jones mm-hmm. is better than what people thought, but yeah, Saquon's healthy. Ready, though, now the expectations would be a little bit higher. Uh, coaches are going to be preparing better or more, so that mm-hmm. yeah, the Giants got to be take be a step ahead of that, and that's through the draft, and of course, you know, the coaching as well. So, so to switch to another quarterback in the division, sure. How I know how a lot of Cowboys fans look at him on the outside, just from from your perspective looking in. What what are your thoughts on on Dak Prescott? How where do you think he ranks in the league? Do you think he's in the elite second level kind of what do the outside looking in really feel about Dak? I'm a little biased because uh, with Dak Prescott, he won me my fantasy league football <laughs> years ago. So I, li- I love that Dak Prescott. I love him. <laughs> yeah, he won me mine last year too. Like, I was <laughs> so, they- so happy. He's the best <laughs> quarterback ever last year for me. <laughs> Especially, that I think he played a game. I forgot what I played a like a lousy team, and he got he scored like five touchdowns. I was like, wow! I was like, well, that basically locked up the semifinals for me. I can't remember the game. I remember it was against like, a very bad team. But I think I think he's good. I don't know if he's top five. I definitely think he's in the top ten quarterbacks. He's a very efficient quarterback. I just don't know. I don't know if it's under pressure or in the moment. You know, sometimes like what happened with the play, with the clock management last year during the not last year but the year before mm-hmm. the postseason. I definitely think when it comes down to those moments, I definitely think. I'm not sure if it, you know mental errors or something. Like, something there's something that that uh, some people just crumble under pressure. Right? That's that's my opinion. <laughs> I kind of have that same thought. Like when you mentioned earlier about the Giants paying Daniel Jones because franchise quarterbacks are tough to come by. Yeah, yeah. And to me, and I think me and Aaron have definitely discussed this. You don't know what else is out there. No, you know, you're not always trading in. You know, a top ten quarterback, probably like eight to ten. Yeah. You know, for you're not always going to get a Joe Burrow. Sometimes, Mm -hmm. sometimes you get, you know. I don't even know who terrible quarterbacks are nowadays, <laughs> but you're not well, always getting that guy. You, you, you know, if you don't get lucky, you don't get a Peyton Manning. You don't get yeah, one of those guys that are t- up. Like, like a Blake or Mayfield, Blake May, uh, Mayfield. Mayfield. Uh, yeah. You could draft yeah. him. You could draft, you could get Tannehill who people thought there's or so, Sam yeah. Darnold, right. Who's now in Carolina. Right. But still, are you yeah, there's, high expectation, but just didn't live up. Right? There's so many of these guys. So sometimes it's tough because it's living in while Dallas did have 13 wins. It, it feels like they're, always in that mediocre place where the giants, at least, you know, they've had some top five picks, been able to get some players there. Now they're there, but it's like, if you get rid of Dak, you just, you could try to tank out, but you may not get anybody better. And Dak is a top 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Daniel top seems to be working his way up there after yeah. play last year. If he has another good season or two, he's definitely athletic. So yeah. that's, that he's got that going for him. Absolutely. Yeah. I, what I've the way I put it is when you know what you have from a quarterback position, and even if you're top twelve, top fifteen QB, it's it's easier to get worse than it is to get better. Yeah. Right. Unless you know, unless you're getting that Aaron Rodgers, that top five name. So it's you know it's kind of like it's kind of like the Vikings. Like they're like shoot. We got Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, right? <laughs> he's ac- he's Cook accurate. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's like man, like. What are we going to do? Like, we have who we have. And then you kind of see how they just melt down. 
right. through every season. They always had start very well, and then they just. <laughs> well, I mean, were you were you confident going in, into that game? You were like, I was, oh. especially how they played uh, Minnesota hard a couple of weeks prior to that. I think they lost, mm-hmm. but they almost beat them. I was like, oh, the Giants are gonna come in and they're gonna spank them. They gotta not spank them, but they're gonna beat them, and it's exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a I think that was everybody's upset pick. I I think I had some money on the Giants that week. <laughs> I think that was everybody's upset pick going in because the Giants just look good. Yeah. They, they they look like a pretty a team that's up and coming, and like you said, if a couple pieces, they they could be real contenders if Daniel Jones, you know, it's continues step, to progress right? mm-hmm. and Saquon stays healthy. Yep, that's what it comes down to health. 100%. That's right. Do you think too? It's kind of off the cuff question because sure. do you think with the way the league's going towards more of a passing offense, that makes a player like Saquon even more important? Because teams like Dallas isn't built with a big defense. You see teams going to more speed. Like even the Eagles defense had 70 something plus sacks, but they're more of a speed defense. Do you think a power back like Saquon, while he's not Derrick Henry, but it is definitely more important nowadays or can definitely elevate you because defenses play totally different than they did 30 years ago. Yeah, you get it definitely yeah, elevate an individual or 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 like, or like a safety blanket like uh like in Daniel Jones with Saquon. I definitely think uh in addition to that with the league with the rules are, are it favors the offense because that's what they like people like offense for fantasy football gambling mm-hmm. right so i definitely think yeah they're doing whatever they can to one the safety from a concussion standpoint but two just you know from a gambling standpoint they're not going to tell you to our face right <laughs> it's all about the points right offense offense is what, what, what people love right so i definitely think it, it's gonna it comes down to that the qb uh, and, and, and like you said, it, it comes down to the, the, the Derek Henry's, the King Henry's of the world. And, uh, and, and yeah, and that being that, 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 that safety net. Yeah, Dr. B, I think you were, you know, pretty honest and, you know, realistic feedback with, with Dak. Yeah. Um, and we have another, you know, r- common enemy in <laughs> yes. the division that just got paid. That's right. Uh, Jalen Hurts. Uh, what are your what are your thoughts on Jalen and you know him being the franchise quarterback the Eagles locking him in long term great talent I mean I, I hate hate to admit it. he's a great talent uh he had a great year last year uh and then Colin got him paid <laughs> so <laughs> 255 million 100 and what is it 179 uh million just about guaranteed sign-on bonus of 23 million he definitely got he definitely got him paid right and and he had a lot of confidence in him, right? He could have went to, you know, Scott Boris or, or someone like that, you know. But mm-hmm. no, he want he uh, the story as it goes, the legend goes. She reached she uh, reached out to him via Instagram, slid a DM into him, and uh, <laughs> conversation <laughs> got them both a lot of money. Yeah, exactly. Got them both a lot of money <laughs> on that contract. If I do that, people think I'm coming on to, to something. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna start reaching in the, you know. Yeah, sliding oh, some Patty DM. Mahomes a new. Uh, <laughs> no, bro, I got you. I got you. Exactly. Next contract. <laughs> now she is working for a. Um, uh, I forgot the name of the. Doesn't she work for Clutch? Yeah, Clutch. Working for isn't yeah, that, working isn't for that Lebron's yeah, thing? Yeah, I think I believe so. Working yeah. for Clutch. So you know she's not. You know I think she gets. I forgot. I think it's like four percent of the deal. So she's she's good. Or but Clutch gets a lot. Uh, or they split split between Clutch and her. But uh, I'll yeah. take it. I'll take it. Yeah. Even if it's you know a million dollars. Yeah, on two hundred and fifty five million, four percent is pretty good to me. You know? Yeah, pretty good. Right. <laughs> exactly. And plus you get to expense all the. You know, obviously she had to probably fly to see him and take him out of wine and dine him. So you know she gets to expense all that. Right. So good for her. 
good for her, you know. And the other thing I thought was awesome, and I was kind of, in terms of quarterbacks and, you know, even though they're Eagles and I hate them, I, I want to see these players get paid. You know, they yeah. do what they mm -hmm. do. They deserve it until they don't deserve it anymore. He's yeah. only going to be 31 when he gets out of that. Yeah. So it's not like Mahomes or he signed that 10 or whatever astronomical deal. He yeah. can get another, and you figure in five years, with the yeah. way the quarterback market's going up just in the last 10 years, now he's getting 50 million a year in five years. He can, he can mm -hmm. bank out again, even bigger, which is insane. Yeah. Yeah. Boomer. Uh, listen, uh, I'm a big fan of sports radio here uh, in uh, New York, New Jersey. I listen to Boomer size and uh, Boomer and Car Boomer and Geo. Sorry. They, they switched. Uh, and he talks about the most important deal for any uh player it's not the first the, not the rookie deal but the second one so he got his rookie contract obviously right coming out the draft but the second one's the most important right because mm -hmm. like, like, exactly what you just said right he'll be done with this deal by 31 if you wanted to step down he could if not if he's smart if he has good financial you know planners or, or folks like aaron right in his day job <laughs> you could uh you could retire and, and live off the interest right so yeah so yeah so he got paid he you know he, he did his thing in the second contract and like you, and like you said 31 he could still be a journeyman at that point or, or still play at a high level he's actually probably peaking or right or at, at his prime still in 31 yeah even yeah <laughs> especially with the way quarterbacks play today you they play into their mid to late 30s nowadays without getting hit yeah yeah Back he in the could day, 35 years old now you could still play at a very high level at that age right so now dr b i give you permission to keep me honest here okay <laughs> sure and tell me if i'm just being a hater but <laughs> now so eagles pay wince and we know how that how goes. That yes. Okay. So now they come off. Hertz has one. I hate to say it, but great season. Yeah. He has one great season. He doesn't, he can't, he doesn't pass Mahomes. He doesn't get the MVP. Right. But yeah, I think he had 27 throwing touchdowns around 13 rushing or so something along those lines. Yeah. And I'm, as for me being trying to be trying to be an unbiased analyst i'm saying okay he can't he, why isn't he throwing for over 40 touchdowns like a mahomes if he has a aj brown a Devonte smith a pretty solid tight end miles is sanders he, right at the uh and miles sanders is is it because you know the prior year he just you saw it over and over he was missing guys guys were running he didn't see them he was looking the wrong way yeah. Whatever the case may be, he has the he definitely the most improved player, probably right yeah. year over year. So I'm thinking to myself, he has great work ethic, which just went in, into the paycheck. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, hey, I think I think Eagles may be prisoner of the moment here. He gets them to the champion, the Super Bowl uh, in a pretty you know, easy schedule. Mm -hmm. Uh, gets onto the was, super. It was easy schedule. Yeah, you can't you can't deny it. Yeah, easy schedule. You get to the Super Bowl, come up short, maybe because you of that fumble. Uh, you know that 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 uh, cost them in a very 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 close game. I think that they they there's a good chance that they were prisoner of the moment and they overpaid. And don't be surprised if there's a decline, you know, the remaining of his contract years. Am I being a hater? 
or is there some substance? Oh, I think it'll last for a little bit of hate, a little bit of haterade there. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot of haterade of it a sounds like. Going around. No, I, I agree with you from one perspective. Yeah. They he they're paying him off one season, right? He was a rookie, I guess, uh last year, the year before he played, I think like week seventeen or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Give or take. And yeah, he definitely goes back to the same point of, of Danny Dimes, right? Or pay, or or Dak Prescott. They don't want to be in a position like, like scrambling for wins or scrambling for any or anybody, right? Uh, mm-hmm. For years and years to get that QB. They wanted to lock in that QB. They know what they have with Hurts and they can build around him. So I definitely think they overpaid. Prisoner of the moment, mm-hmm. right? They said, hey, this guy just took us to the Super Bowl with a few more pieces here and there. We could, we could you know, run it back uh, for the next two years or three years and be like the next uh, Chiefs, right? And have a sustainable mm-hmm. team and, and at least always be in the NFC Championship Super Bowl conversation year to year. So I definitely think that's that's what it came down with uh, with um, Jalen Hurts, right? You know, being able to lock down that franchise QB. Well, I'm so gonna... okay, let, let me ask you this, and then Jason, you can ask your question. Sure. And this is off the cuff. Yeah. Hey, does Jalen Hurts have a better career than Donovan McNabb? Ooh, that's a very good question. I think so. <laughs> I okay. Think, I wow. Think so. I think so. I know McNabb took him that one. And I know I think T.O. was on the same team. That's when T.O. was playing on basically on one leg. Uh, but I definitely think that, yeah, I definitely think he'll have a better, better career. So I, and that's just from a stats. Let's I'm talking like that's a stats, pure stats. Yeah. pure stats. OK, yeah. OK, pure OK. Stats. Hey, I'm still on the fence. I haven't, I, you know, not so haven't made it hurts. Uh, I, I, I want to see <laughs> I want to see another year Man. and I want to see some some pocket passing. Hey, he's no, he's pretty accurate. He's a great dude, great character. It's hard to, you know, don't get me wrong. I mean, he's a he's a great guy. He's a good can't character. knock the human being, right? <laughs> yeah, you can't knock the human being. Um, absolutely. Uh Jason, what do you what did you want to no, say? No, I was I was just gonna do- drop in and just say, like, I do think they overpaid him early. They did. I yeah. think they went a little high. Um, but I, I think the kid is I think he's turning into the real deal. I think when you have a player like an AJ Brown, uh, like we saw it with Dak, Dak got his, he got Amari Cooper. He got paid when I think in the, in the NFL, it really seems to be it's outside of the very few. It seems to be a lot more receivers make quarterbacks look better. You have your Peyton Manning's your Tom Brady's that make, you know, we'll make a lot of good receivers. We've seen Brandon Stokely get like 1,300 yards, Eric Decker. So we we know that happens. But I think it, right now, with the way Jalen's played, we like you said, two years ago, his accuracy, even last year, it wasn't great. But when you have a guy like A.J. Brown, who you know is going to go win that 50-50 you ball. You throw it up, right? And he'll jump. And, <laughs> and I think and they're both signed for the yeah. same amount of years. So they're going to be here together for a while. So I, th- I think it makes it a lot easier for him to – will be looking better and and i think the difference between him and mcnab to me the thing that made mcnab so good was his ability ability to escape the long plays and, and use his feet right and we all know mcnab mcnab said he even said uh, he, he wants to be a pocket quarterback he kind of pigeonholed himself in because he it, it, the type of quarterback he was he didn't want to, he didn't want people to look at him as a mobile quarterback which made you so much better I think Jalen Hurts embraces it and takes off and does what he needs to do, and he's smart enough to get down. So I think the play style, I don't think Jalen's going to pigeonhole himself like McNabb did. And McNabb was a great passing quarterback, 
I think Jalen, and especially in today's game where you can't hit him, the the where Jalen Hurt is accurate, he but he's able to elongate plays and do the big things with his legs that other quarterbacks just won't and can't do. It's really yeah. he's he's so good at it. That's that's the, the problem. Mm-hmm. He reminds me he's a little bit more accurate. He's a, he's a little bit better. McNabb. He may go down as the best quarterback in this team's history uh, with a few more years. He looked really good last year. Yeah, really well, I, I forgot to add in my point. I know you guys already <laughs> made made the the judgment. You brought the judge out. <laughs> You're being all judgy this episode. <laughs> all right, with the best O line in the league. He threw 3,700 yards. Couldn't didn't get over 4,000 yards did with Dak, the best O line. Did Dak ever throw really well with the best O line? And we're Cowboys fans. I'm I'm okay enough to admit it. I'm okay enough to admit it. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you right now. <laughs> I don't. He never and did. Tw- and 20 wall in 21, he threw over. He threw 45 hundo. Yeah, 2019 was... first year with Amari, 80, 98 yards shy of 5,000. Uh, okay, and you guys did have a good solid solid. solid they did, one. yeah. So we'll we're gonna get your opinion. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. No, I was gonna say <laughs> if, if we didn't have any more, I was gonna kind of kind of go. We'll we'll end with this, Doctor B. Sure. Your thoughts, kind of, when you look at this season, what are your expectations? What are you looking at record wise? What do you really think? How do you think they're gonna finish? Do you see an improvement? Do you see a drop back? What do they end at at the end of the day? And Sure. If you're picking, who is your draft pick? Sure, great question. I definitely think they take a step forward. I'm very confident in the management and uh, Joe Shane and Brian Dable's uh, ability to take the Giants to the next level. So we were nine, seven, and one. I definitely could see them going back to the postseason again and, and at least making it to the division round. Maybe even I don't know. I don't know about the NFC Championship, but definitely at least back to the postseason. I don't want to jinx it, right? Uh, so definitely like a ten and six, uh, you know, record. You know, I don't know what the schedule. I haven't seen the schedule, but I definitely can see them continuing to progress in the right direction. I think the goal with Joe Shane and Brian Dable is again be, uh, the hardest thing in any league, right? Uh, build a sustainable winning culture, right? And, and at least always make the postseason, right? Uh, and then obviously once you get in the tournament, you never know what happens at that point, right? Um, and I definitely do think uh, with the draft, I think they're going to continue to build off uh, Thibodeau and, and build off the D defense. And I, I could see them drafting the, the cornerback, uh, well, like Hyper said, Banks, I think. And, and I believe the 57th pick, they're going to pick that guy, uh, John Michael Schmitz from uh, inside um, from Minnesota as well. So that's that's my prediction as well. well um, what I position, the second guy, what position is he? Uh, IOL. Um, so we'll see. Man. Yeah, they 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 make me a little nervous, a little bit because they they bit. did they looked good last year. Good. Yeah, yeah. And Dallas they, has some losses. Yeah, it could anything could happen, and those division matchups always you never know. You never know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it it's gonna come down to the schedule. Doctor B would love to have you back on when the schedule comes out. I sure. think right after the draft, after the draft so, yeah. dust settles a little bit. Exactly. Um, Does Rogers go to the Jets? <laughs> Do the I Giants think... sweep in and take him and send Daniel Jones to Green Bay? <laughs> send him to, to the same locker room. Just to... <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. And so uh, one more question for you, Dr. B, on football. Sure. Uh, uh, Dable, Coach Dable, over or under, he will three years. In, oh. in three years from now, will he still be the coach? Would you say over or under three? 
Oh man, we've had bad luck with uh, Shermer and uh, and Joe Judge, but I definitely think uh, if they have a good season this year, uh, I think he'll even if they have a bad season in the next two, he'll he'll get a a nice long leash. I think. Yeah. So so I I say over. <laughs> okay. All right. I like it. I like it. You know, we got to get some of these predictions in early Absolutely. because we got to, so, you know, it's on. on and the... and then go play back. You said back. <laughs> <laughs> does, does that mean Dable lasts longer than McCarthy does? Yes. I think McCarthy's on a very short, short, short leash. I, I agree. <clears throat> I think McCarthy could be going after this season. Yeah. If they don't make the postseason, McCarthy, the, the Cowboys, he's done. He's, I think he's done. I was surprised they brought him back. Actually. I was too. I thought it was going to be him gone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, hey, a, a whole nother conversation there. But Dr. <laughs> B, I want to thank you so much. Appreciate you uh, you know, taking the time to come in and chat with us and and represent the G-Men proudly. Uh, now, I know you as a professional, you do a lot in the community, especially for Latinos. Um, you have the... Uh, uh, podcast the dr b show you know the floor is yours how can people reach your content and learn more about what you bring uh to the communities no thank you thank you for giving me the platform so yeah so if you guys want to uh follow me uh, on linkedin dr hyra borja if you guys want to learn uh you know follow the show uh you could go to drbshow.biz or or uh, go to the dr b show hyra borja wherever you get your podcast you could follow borja consulting group on the gram more consulting on twitter um yeah and uh excited to connect with uh, giant nation or Cow even cowboy nation so thanks for having me here <laughs> our pleasure dr b and he's very you know humble guy modest guy if you're a small business owner you gotta go in and check his content because he has resources for you that's right that's right shout out to the chamber so thank you so much <laughs> all right that that wraps us up for this episode of rivalry roundup man that's thanks for joining Yep. We enjoy it. Have a great week, guys. Follow again. Follow us on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. You can listen to us on Spotify as well. Appreciate you guys and have a great week.